The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world, built to keep us under control in order to change a human being. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Ping.tv. Join the discussion at Ping.tv slash gold. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Dustin Gold right here on the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. Join us over at Payne.tv slash gold. And remember, you can listen to us for free on Apple Podcasts. I believe all the other podcast players and Stitchers. And then if you want to get the video version of the podcast, the ad-free version, and also be able to communicate with a community of like-minded people. You can join us at pain.tv slash gold, where you will also be able to access the Thomas Paine podcast. Okay, enough of that, folks. All right, so yesterday, we began to lay out this company called 28 that Peter Thiel, the billionaire investor, is involved with that is seeking, uh, if you are a female, they are seeking information on your menstrual cycle. If you are a male, they are seeking this information from your wife, from your girlfriend, your partner, your wife, I'm sorry, your mother, your daughter, your granddaughter, your niece, whatever. This is what Peter Thiel is looking for. And over the last few episodes, we've been working Peter Thiel into this podcast as we've been explaining his involvement with the new robot lawyer company, donotpay.com. I showed you that Peter Thiel is invested in Spotify, huge podcast uh, player that's been gobbling up all these independent podcast software companies. And at the same time, he's invested in Rumble, which is sort of like the conservative answer to YouTube. Uh, he's heavily involved with the IRS, the CIA, NSA, etc., etc., etc. And so what I'm going to do is we're going to break down sort of everything we've gone over in more detail. I need to show you Peter Thiel's involvements behind Big Brother, behind the prison planet through his contracts with the government and governments uh, involved with COVID tracking, contact tracing, etc. And then I need to show you uh, some more stuff with kind of these, um, he's very hypocritical. You know, as a venture capitalist, he may hedge his bets or whatever, but basically this guy has his money, his influence, his power inside of almost everything on all sides. He's a very dangerous character, but he's also on a personal quest for immortality, investing in life extension and things of that nature, as well as artificial intelligence, 
brain chips, mind uploading, and all types of transhumanism. And remember, we reviewed an article from 2009 that first was published in The Futurist by David Gellis that went into sort of the history of the modern transhumanist movement, and we were able to show Peter Thiel connected to that. He was invested in what was called the Singularity Institute back in 2006. He spoke at the Singularity Summits hosted by the Singularity Institute. So he's been actively involved in the concepts of technocracy, transhumanism, artificial intelligence, singularity, life extension, immortality for a long time. But then you will also see him come out and sort of poo-poo the ideas in which he's invested in, which is the same method that people like Elon Musk use. So Peter Thiel is no different in that manner. So what I want to do here to try to set this up for you, because there's a lot of information to review. And frankly, last night I was putting it together and I also started going down a rabbit hole um, because I've investigated Operation Paperclip, which is where our government, sort of an intelligence program, where our government brought in over 1,500 Nazi scientists and engineers into the United States right at the end of World War II. I started going down a rabbit hole on all of these other monsters that we brought into the united states and gave them immunity and then had them working at the cia at nasa and other high level positions inside of the united states government developing mind control torture techniques bioweapons um, weapons of mass destruction you know all kinds of stuff so i went down that rabbit hole because i'm beginning to put that story and set of stories together for next week that's my next big investigative uh topic that we are going to jump into but why don't we start with this because i don't think we really went over sort of the the sort of forty thousand foot view uh of peter thiel so let me just pull up his wikipedia page because it is fairly accurate and this is um this guy is entangled in so many things he has so many government contracts he's got money coming in from the government he's invested in all kinds of tech and so you will see his name pop up in a number of articles and sometimes it just says billionaire investor peter thiel and then you don't realize and some people say thiel some say teal i'm just saying both okay so um but you will see him pop up and there'll never be you know in parentheses next to his name everything he's actually involved in so let's just do an overview of him then we're going to watch a quick video that i found of him talking about uh why transhumanism is parallel to christianity and then we're going to move forward and i'm going to pose a question to you before we get into the bulk of the content the meat and potatoes and that question i might as well ask you now because put your thinking cap on and not your tinfoil hat your thinking cap your thinking cap and try to ask yourself why a man who is partnered with and takes money from arguably one of the most evil governments on the face of the earth i would say the united states government 
especially sort of the military industrial complex and intelligence industrial complex and now the medical industrial complex but a man who is partnered with the united states government the israeli government other governments around the world a man who is invested in artificial intelligence that will be used for autonomous killer robot weapons a man who is invested in artificial intelligence technologies that are helping the government contact trace you uh, run a prison planet all around the globe a man who is invested in companies partnered with the irs to come and harass regular everyday americans and to try to take your money at government gunpoint Okay, why a man who's doing all these things, helping the government, partnered with the government, building weapons, you know, devices to kill, to murder, mass murder, mass destruction, why this man is also seeking out, why he is on this quest, why he is walking down the path and seeking out immortality, whether that be freezing his body uh, to later be brought back to life, whether that be uploading his mind to the AI hive mind cloud, whether that be building robot suits to beam his mind down into, whether that be any of these sort of transhumanist concepts of turning a natural biological human into an artificial intelligence robot, something that people like him see as the future gods. Why would a man get so vested and tied up and partnered with these horrible elements of government of which pretty much all elements of government are horrible but why would this man do all of that and then at the same time be seeking out immortality and so we're going to go through all this stuff that peter thiel's invested in i will show you how he hedges his bets i will show you how he contradicts himself but i will show you hopefully what he's really up to what he's really involved with, what he's really helping build, and maybe that will answer some of these questions. Uh, like, why is this man who is an oligarch of the United States government, particularly the intelligence and military apparatus, why is he also, at the same time, trying to build life extension? Does he love you? Does he want to slow down your aging? Does he want to help you live forever? Or is he trying to find the fountain of youth, the technology that turns him into a god? As many of these people like Ray Kurzweil, Elon Musk, Yuval Noah Harari, and the rest seem to be after. And so let's look at this real quick. We, we, we've got his Wikipedia up. Because we can't burn a lot of time here, folks. We've got Peter Andreas Thiel. He was born in uh, October 1967. He's a German-American billionaire entrepreneur, venture capitalist, and political activist. Now, I will say, in the Operation Paperclip documents I was reviewing last night, there was a scientist who was brought over here, a Nazi scientist named Adolf Thiel. 
Uh, I don't know if there's any relation. I just highlighted it in my book and put a note. Now, a lot of people would run with that, create a bunch of memes and say, Peter Thiel's second cousin, uncle's father-in-law's brother's dog catcher was a Nazi. Therefore, he's a Nazi. I don't like to do that. Now, we can play guilt by association when it comes to the companies these guys are partnered with, investing in, get money from, etc. Because if your business is doing business with a company that's doing something horrible, or you're invested in a company who's building anti-human technology, then yeah, I mean, of course you're guilty. You're helping fund it. You're helping create it. It goes on to say a co-founder of PayPal, Palantir Technologies and Founders Fund. He was the first outside investor in Facebook. Now, you guys, we've talked a little bit about the PayPal mafia. I've actually hit on Palantir many times. It will come back up tonight. And we've talked about Founders Fund, which is uh, pretty much backing everything. And then his first day, he was first outside investor in Facebook. We've talked a little bit about that. As of May uh, 2022, Thiel had an estimated net worth of $7.19 billion and was ranked 297th on the Bloomberg Billionaires Index. And again, we're doing this because I want to give you a little background into Thiel so you understand who he is. And eventually, we might get more into depth on sort of where he came from, his upbringing. But when you go into that stuff, it's very difficult to find. And then you have to use articles that are written by, you know, independent journalists. And sometimes they're not sourced. And so I have to be careful. I don't want to give you um, fake information. Teal is bad enough. You know, if we don't have a background on him that connects him to Nazis or connects him to this group, you know, so be it. We don't need that. Uh, Theo worked as a securities lawyer at Sullivan and Cromwell as a speechwriter for former U.S. Secretary of Education William Bennett and as a derivatives trader at Credit Suisse. He founded Theo Capital in 1996. He co-founded PayPal with Max Lefchin and Luke Nosak in 1998, serving as chief executive officer of PayPal until it sailed to eBay in 2002 for $1.5 billion. Okay. So you see where like sort of how he got his start, where his money came from. And PayPal essentially was like the first digital currency, sort of peer-to-peer trading of money in the form of sort of digital tokens until you cash that out and put it in your bank account and then take it out in cash. But that was all poured a part of like normalizing sort of this paperless world digital currency after paypal thiel founded clarium capital a global macro hedge fund based in san francisco in 2003 he launched palantir technologies a big data analysis company served as its chairman since its inception in 2005 he launched founders fund with paypal partners ken howry and luke nosek Earlier, Thiel became Facebook's first outside investor when he acquired a 10.2% stake for $500,000 in August 2004. He sold the majority of his shares at Facebook for over $1 billion in 2012, but remains on the board of directors. Now, that's not true. There's an article that comes up. I believe he did finally step down, um, and we'll see that uh, shortly when it comes up in a related piece. Thiel co-founded... Valor Ventures in 2010, co-founded 
Mitchell Capital, serving as investment committee chair in 2012 and served as a part-time partner at Y Combinator from 2015 to 2017. Now, I'm not going to get into the background of every uh, uh, organization he's involved in, but some of these you already know, like Y Combinator I showed you has done investments alongside InQtel, which is the CIA's hedge fund. Uh, Palantir, Thiel's company, was started with InQtel CIA money. And so I could break down every single one of these. Facebook, obviously, very shady background. How was that really started? Did it really grow out of DARPA and LifeLog and all of that? Which, you know, these are whole entire shows, so I can't break down every single thing we're reading here. Uh, through the Theo Foundation, Theo governs the grant-making bodies, Breakout Labs, and Theo Fellowship, and funds nonprofit research into artificial intelligence, life extension, and C-Static. Now, we went into the Theo Fellowship. I told you about that, and we slightly covered the Theo Foundation. You see what I'm showing you here? He is spread far and wide, this guy. In 2016, Thiel confirmed that he had funded Hulk Hogan in the Belia versus Gawker lawsuit uh, versus Gawker lawsuit because Gawker had previously outed him, Thiel, as gay. Yes, he is gay, folks. He's a little light in the loafers, we'd say. Peter's light in the loafers, but you gotta love it, folks. I love loafers, very comfortable, and I love light. Love light. That's how I got the tan. I got the tan from the sunlight. So beautiful. And so, yeah, um, Peter Thiel is gay. The It's amazing, right, that the guy with so much power who doesn't have to look uh, to the next generation, no uh, child of his own, and doesn't have to look to the next generation, is seeking uh, immortality for himself and setting the world on fire by funding all of this pro-government, anti-human technology folks this is dustin gold with the dustin gold standard i'm going to be right back right here on pain.tv slash gold but i need to take a quick break ladies and gentlemen hang in there when we get back we're going deep into peter thiel really amazing research we have here see you soon you're listening to the dustin gold standard on pain.tv join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, it is me, Peter Thiel. Oh no, I'm sorry, this is Dustin Gold. I don't have a million different venture capitalist firms, it's just me, your lowly host for the Dustin Gold Standard right here on Pain.tv slash gold. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's just jump right back into this because really there is a lot to cover. We just wrapped up uh, talking about Peter Thiel, uh, his involvement with the Hulk Hogan uh, lawsuit against Gawker, and he ended up helping uh, bankrupt Gawker. But let's just look at his early life and education quick. <clears throat> as far as Wikipedia explains, Thiel was born in Frankfurt, uh, West Germany. I told you October 1967. His parents were Suzanne and Klaus Friedrich uh, Thiel. The family migrated to the United States when Peter was one years old and lived in Cleveland, Ohio, where his father worked as a chemical engineer. Klaus then worked for various mining companies, creating an uh, 
and younger brother. So he's got a younger brother named Patrick Michael Thiel. Thiel's mother became a U.S. citizen, but his father never did, I guess. Uh, Before settling in Foster City, California in 1977, the Thiels lived in South Africa and Southwest Africa, modern-day Nambia. Uh, Peter changed elementary school seven times. He attended a strict establishment in Swakopmund that required students to wear uniforms and utilize corporal punishment, such as striking students' hands with a ruler. This experience instilled a distaste for uniformity, and you know, and and it's funny because. This is what they say, right? He, hand was struck with a ruler. Now he's using Palantir, partnered with the IRS, to strike our hands with a ruler. And they say that this is what drove him to support individualism and libertarianism, which, guys, the guy is like a tyrannical, dystopian, uh, transhumanist, technocratic oligarch hiding behind the guise of libertarianism. It's actually, frankly, hilarious. Uh, and so I, I'm not going to go too deep back into his background. Um, I will say he studied philosophy at Stanford University during that time. Uh, debates on identity politics and political correctness were ongoing. A Western culture program, which was criticized by the Rainbow Agenda because of a perceived overrepresentation of achievements of European men, was placed with a culture, ideas, and values course, which instead pushed diversity and multiculturalism. But as you can see, in the end, in the end, he was gay, right? So he was hiding that the whole time while he was out there pushing sort of uh, traditional. Uh, culture and such so his whole life is sort of this this contradiction uh let's just talk quick about his early career i'm just giving you a little bit of background before we really dissect the main pieces of his portfolio that i need to show you uh for what we need for moving forward anyway so early career after graduating from stanford law school field check uh, he clerked for Judge James Larry Edmondson, a United States Court of Appeals for the 11th Circuit. Uh, then he worked as a securities lawyer for Sullivan and Cromwell in New York. He left the law firm after seven months and three days, citing a lack of transcendental value in his work. He then took a job as a derivatives trader in currency options at Credit Suisse. He joined them in 93 while also working as a speechwriter for former United States Secretary of Education William Bennett before returning to California in 96 to seek a more meaningful occupation. Upon returning to the Bay Area, Thiel noticed that the development of the Internet and personal computer had launched the dot-com boom. With financial support from friends and family, Thiel raised $1 million towards the establishment of Thiel Capital Management and embarked on his venture capital career. Early on, he experienced a setback after investing $100,000 in his friend Luke Nozak's unsuccessful web-based calendar project. His luck changed with Nozak's friend Max Levchin introduced him to his cryptography-related company idea, which later became their first venture called Confinity in 1998. And Confinity actually, Thiel realized they could um, develop software to bridge a gap in making online payments. 
And although the use of credit cards and expanding automated teller machine networks provided consumers with more payment options, not all merchants had the necessary hardware to accept credit cards. And so that's where they developed and launched PayPal in 1999. And there's a lot of stories behind PayPal. I'm not going to go into PayPal here, but then let me just tell you, Clarium Capital, okay? So Teal used $10 million of his proceeds to create Clarium Capital, a global macro hedge fund focused on directional liquid uh, instruments and currencies, interest rates, commodities, and equities. So he went from PayPal, launched Clarium Capital. Then in 2003, he gets his hands on Palantir, and then in 2004, he puts in his $500,000 angel investment into Facebook. And Facebook is what ended up giving him, you know, his big chunk of change that he got. And then he created, you know, Founders Fund around the same time in 2005. He has uh, Val- uh, Valor Ventures. He has Mithril Capital. He's got this Y Combinator on here. And so... He's got all this different stuff going on, right? All sort of spiraled from the investment in PayPal, which leads him into creating other venture firms, which leads him into his investments in Facebook. But what, let's say, Wikipedia leaves out here is while he was... (laughs) See, you say to yourself, well, maybe Peter Thiel was just a genius. Just some really smart kid. His dad was a was an engineer. Theo grows up in a school where he gets uh, beaten with a ruler. And so he's sort of this rebel venture capitalist. Well, what it doesn't get into here is during his time with uh, PayPal, right, moving into taking that money and forming Clarium and getting involved with Palantir, which is going to come up tonight, and then making this investment in Facebook and launching Founders Fund. In the meantime, he's out there investing money into the Singularity Institute and speaking at the Singularity Summit, talking about transhumanism and life extension, which we already showed you, so I'm not going to go into that. But let me just jump over to this article and away from the Wikipedia bio for a moment. Although the Wikipedia bio has some very interesting stuff in it about the candidates he's backed, his involvement in um, the Trump MAGA universe, which we're going to touch on tonight briefly. Uh, It goes into sort of his background in artificial intelligence, life extension, seasteading, Theo Fellowship, Breakout Labs, other causes. I mean, you could literally, literally go through all of this. It even says here, and I had mentioned to you before, that his background is a master chess player. And here it says Thiel is a self-described Christian, okay? Christian anthropology is what he supports, but I'm going to show you something momentarily, and you're going to question that. Now, let's look at this article right here briefly from March 2019 on uh, tatler.com. It says the super rich are freezing their bodies for the future, but will it work? And so it's got a quote here. James Dean once remarked that immortality is the only true success. And so the article goes on to talk about uh, a number of these guys in Silicon Valley. 
including Peter Thiel, right? So it says, in the meantime, DeGray works in the field of uh, regenerative medicine, attempting to stave off the slow march of bodily decline. And we talked about that. Uh, we reviewed this guy, DeGray, in the big article that we um, did from Fortune magazine over the last couple of days. It says, in 2009... He co-founded the SENS Research Foundation and has been helped along the way by PayPal billionaire Peter Thiel, who's pledged millions to the venture. Not that DeGray is short of money himself. To date, he has invested 8.4 million pounds of his 10.5 million pounds inheritance to fund the foundation's research. So this is an article here that goes into depth about these guys who are trying to freeze their bodies. And I talked about that. So Peter Thiel was connected with that. Okay. He's connected with the Singularity Institute. And now he's got this company, which I mentioned to you before, Ambrosia. So this article is from Inc.com. Peter Thiel is very, very interested in young people's blood. The contrarian venture capitalist believes transfusions may hold the key to his dream of living forever. And this article was written on, where is it, folks? Where is it? Well, it did have the date on it initially. It might be down a little bit further. Okay, well. Yeah, I don't know what they do anymore with this. They make these uh, websites uh, so ridiculous that you can't find the date. But anyway, this is recent. More than anything, Peter Thiel, the billionaire technology investor and Donald Trump supporter, wants to find a way to escape death. He's channeled millions of dollars into startups working on anti-aging medicine, spends considerable time and money researching therapies for his personal use, and believes society ought to open its mind to life extension methods that sound weird or unsavory. Speaking of weird and unsavory, if there's one thing that really excites Thiel, it's the prospect of having younger people's blood transfused into his own veins that practice is known as uh, parabiosis and according to thiel it's a potential biological fountain of youth the closest thing science has discovered to anti-aging panacea folks folks are you hearing what i'm saying if you in any way, which I don't believe you do, we're just making the case and I'm giving you the ammo so that you can educate others around you. And so when you warn them about these companies that Peter Thiel's involved in to try to collect your data, you could also tell them that the man is a vampire. Research into parabiosis began in the 1950s with crude experiments that involved cutting rats open and stitching their circulatory systems together. After decades languishing on the fringes, it's recently started getting attention from mainstream researchers with multiple clinical trials underway in humans in the united states and even more advanced studies in china and korea so folks you've got this guy right he's making a bunch of money he goes to stanford right he gets out of stanford he makes some money on paypal using a small investment from his friends and family next thing you know he's launching all these venture firms he launches palantir this government contractor and meanwhile he's running around talking about transhumanism singularity 
and funding young blood injections so the guy can live forever on top of it it comes out that he's gay he has no children and somehow he wants to play god but yet he's a self-avowed christian think about that folks because that is one heck of a puzzle right there that is one hell of a puzzle I want you to absorb that because when we get back, this story only gets crazier. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard, and you're listening to pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. 